Put your hands together for the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. Yeah, clap unto the Lord. Clap unto the Lord. They say that a clap brings a special kind of blessing. A shout brings a different kind of blessing. So depending on which one you want or if you want both. I mean, if you want the clap blessing, if you want the shout blessing, whichever one that you, you would like to have, the one that you would like to have is the one that you will. I want both of them, so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Please, I'll give one or two of the announcements. Please, if you haven't paid your camp, can you please do it? You know, for a lot of us, January is a very tensed month. We get really tensed in January. So I think that I'll encourage you that you sort it out in December so that January... You know, sometimes when you owe some money and they come and ask you at the wrong time, you get angry. Even though you owe the money. Yeah, yeah. In this house, somebody left the church because um, they didn't pay their uh, uh, ticket that they had taken. They took a ticket for themselves and for a friend. And then the person went to ask them that, please, your ticket money. And the person grew wild. Isn't this my church? Where am I going to? I'm, am I not in this church? Ticket. Is my church functioning then? So we don't want any such drama. Pay your camp in December so that January you will not have to pay. Amen. It's only 100 pounds, isn't it? Yeah, it's only 100 pounds. So, yeah. December has come. Do you know that? West Prince, how many more days to create um, 31st night? I told you that go and sharpen your mats and then still. Yeah, on, on Friday, Reverend asked us one, isn't it? One minus two. Quick mass. You have to add that one. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Amen. So he said 28 more days, to, including today. Okay, including today. Okay. 28 more days to 31st night. Amen. How many of us are looking forward to watch night? I'm looking forward to the watch night service. Yeah, I believe that God will have a word for us. Amen. Yeah, you know, for me, there are very few people that I say that, oh, I mean, generally, I don't think you've really heard me say that, oh, this is my son or this is my daughter, or anything, isn't it? Yeah, but my proper, proper son is in the house with his wife and his two children and counting. So I want us to welcome Ralph and... Miss V and their uh, son and daughter who have disappeared. Yeah. Oh, Ralph, give them a wave. Yeah. You know, he has certain habits that he didn't pick from me. He really likes designer. Yeah. But he didn't pick that one from me. You know, but it's it. And then he went to marry and then he anointed his wife. Yeah. Recently I met her somewhere, you know, all glammed up, you know. I mean, and I went to even preach there where she came. When we finished preaching, you know, these are high heels we wear. Yeah, at some point you have to put it down. So I was with her and I said, Oh, it's time to put the high heels down. She said, Hey, 
My husband will never tolerate that at all. I have to stick with it till the end of the day. I say, he has taught you well. Amen. And even though he was not there, she kept it on because he could feel in the atmosphere if she wasn't representing the community very well. They are a very amazing couple and I really love them. And this morning, early this morning, they drove all the way from Overhampton to be with us. So I'm very, 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 very happy. Yeah, yeah. I pray that one day I can say the same of you. Yeah. See, somebody comes to ask you, Pastor Glad, do you know this person? You know, I don't have to hesitate, think twice, look for the right words. Is it? Yeah. I'm, how many of you realize that what I'm saying about them? I'm, I'm saying, I haven't, yeah. I mean, I've beaten him before. Oh, I mean, literally, physically. Yeah. Ralph, have I beaten you before? I've called him early morning and through the phone, slap, 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 slap him. Yeah, you know, and that has qualified him to be a son. Amen. And I, I'm really happy to have them. And the wife, she, she, she's about to open her own spa. So those of you who like your body well, well, go and see her so that she'll massage your whole body. You see Nancy? Reverend, did you see Nancy? I said she like those who like their body well well. She was looking at V. <laughs> yeah. So you can see her and then book an appointment and go and do it. Please let them feel welcome after church. Turn your Bible to Genesis 25. And I want us to put our hands together for our very own father in the house. I don't know why he has giving me his pulpit, but unfortunately, you are stuck with me for a while. Somebody say, amen. You are totally stuck with me for a while. I mean, you can begin to pray about it and see if God will touch his heart to change it, but until then, it is me. <laughs> that you will have. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you don't like a certain dish and you go somewhere and they serve you with it, yeah. No, no, immediately, you know, your host is like, oh, do you like... Um, Wonton soup. <laughs> I mean, if you're a lady and you're a gentleman, you say, oh, I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, and then you, 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 you go ahead and you try it. So all I can tell you is that you have to try it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, before we look into the word, how many of you realize that uh, Prince Harry is getting married? Yes, I, I mean, I, you see me, I listen to the news a lot, so... Even if the news is about man is not hot, I still listen to, 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 to it, <laughs> you know. And uh, when, as I was watching it and things, and then I know I am, I told you I'm quite weird and, you know, very, everything, I look into it deeply. So I, I thought of this poor, nice, beautiful girl. Does she have any idea what she has come into? So I thought I would look up what are some of the things the royals do. I mean, like, as she has come, what are some of the new things? And I came up with a whole lot of things. So I thought, that, okay, every Sunday I'll give you a few. So should I give you a few? Just so that you know, and when you are praying for, uh, what's her name, Megan Merkel, you just think about that she's going to have to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all very weird ones, but ooh, yeah. The first one is that, well, the queen is our head. Do you know that? If you're in England here, she's in, if, I, if you're a Christian, she's the head of the, uh, the Church of England. Yeah, meanwhile, she hasn't been ordained, but she's the head of the... It says that after the queen has taken her last bite at the dinner table, everyone must stop eating. 
<laughs> you, but this is a good one. You have no idea. So if you come to table and she's there, eat quickly because when she stops, you have to stop. Yeah. When anybody in the room, sorry? <laughs> Breezy, you can do that. <laughs> Anybody who marries into the royal family is given a new name. So, bye-bye to Megan. Welcome to whatever name will be given to her. Okay. Hmm. Monopoly is a forbidden board game in the royal family. I was thinking, why don't, can't they play Monopoly? Then I realized that the problem is that she's supposed to be queen over everywhere. So if it's old Kent Road, or it's, you know, they can't choose places they like or don't like. So they are not allowed to play any board game. Yes, at dinner, conversation is formulated. So at the dinner table, the queen starts, when the first course is served, she speaks to the person on her Right, on her right, on her right. During the second course, when the second course is brought, she switches to her guest on her left. And so depending on how many courses, so when the third course comes, she speaks to. And so all of you at the table, you have to follow the order. So if she's speaking this way, we all go this way. Then when she's speaking this way, we all go that way. I told you, pray for Megan. When a royal family member travels abroad, they have to pack one all black outfit in their case. Reason, just in case, because they should have a funeral appropriate outfit in case there's a sudden death in the royal family and they are anywhere in the world, they have to change to that. So they must have one black outfit in their case. And they are not allowed to sign autographs or take selfies. Okay, this will go without mercy today. So they don't sign and they can't take a selfie. I'm sure Harry has taken a selfie. They are not allowed to eat shellfish. I don't know what the reason for that one is. Let me look for a nice one for you. You can't touch a royal. So can you imagine Megan's girlfriends that she used to hang out with? Oh, The arrangement of seating anytime there's a royal gathering is by your age, the language you speak, and what you're interested in. Some people will be way at the back. <laughs> your age, your language, what you're interested in is taken into account. So they have an office that takes. So when you are invited, they call you, what languages do you speak? The more languages you speak, the closer you come. So if you are like from one of these African countries, let's say if you're from Ghana, you, you go front, front. You say, oh, I speak Ghana, I speak Tree, I speak Evan, I speak Hausa. They didn't say international, they say language. Let me give you two more, let's go. Okay. If a royal member is not wearing a tiara in a formal meeting, it's a sign that she's single and she's available. She's on the market. <laughs> Yeah. The queen only has one breakfast. Anybody who has breakfast with her has to have the same thing. Tea, followed by conflicts, Kellogg's, not Aldiv brand. <laughs> 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 
The queen needs a week to prepare for Christmas dinner. That one is good. And nobody is allowed to open presents until the queen has opened her presents. And you have to open it on Christmas Eve. The queen hates garlic. So there is no food prepared in any of the castles using garlic. I won't go and have meal there. Can you not use garlic? And the queen does not allow potatoes, rice, pasta. So what do they eat? <laughs> oh, after a conversation with the queen, she, she's the first to leave. No one is allowed to turn their back to the queen. Do you understand? <laughs> she turns her back to you and goes. You don't turn your back to her. <laughs> uh, you don't know. <laughs> The queen's wardrobe must always be bright colored. I'm a queen today. So that she can be easily spotted in a crowd. <laughs> ah, if the queen puts her purse on the right arm when she's greeting or she's at a meeting, as soon as she puts it on her right arm, her staff must end the conversation. When she puts it there, it says, I want to go. So as soon as her thing comes here, everybody, the person will say, oh, excuse us, and they take it. So instead of saying, I want to go. She just puts her back there. Now I'm going to watch her when I see on TV. And if she puts the purse on the dining table, it means that five minutes to end. <laughs> Cleavage is not a part of royal dressing code. Somebody say amen. Cleavage is not a part of royal dress code. We are the royal children of the most high God. I am preaching this morning. Cleavage is not a part of the royal dress code. Nicknames and short forms of names are completely forbidden. Breezy. Nicknames and short names are completely forbidden. I think I'll give you more later. How many of us have been enlightened this morning? About, do, you know, do you know why I made a share this? Because I think that we forget that we are royals. We forget that we are princes and princesses. The fact that we were not uh, born in Buckingham Palace, we were born in a heavenly place with a heavenly father. So I'm telling you this to let you know that you must have laws. You must have rules. You must have things that govern you that cannot be broken. You do know that all these things are applied wherever she goes. So when she comes to your country, whatever you do, you don't do it. You do what she does. But when we as Christians, we get out of this palace, then everybody else's law applies to us. Somebody say, preach, pastor, preach. Genesis 25. Let's start. I just thought I would tell us and remind us who we are, you know, and what we are, and what God expects of us, and what God is doing with us. You know, for the last few weeks, Reverend had been teaching us how to deal with frustrations and all that. So I thought that we'll continue from there. And uh, we'll, we'll have a look at a certain character in the Bible and, and, and see how we can also mold ourselves or be encouraged and see how we can sort of use and get some lessons and some nuggets out of it because life is a fight. Amen. In fact, my message is called, See Jacob, See Me. 
When you see Jacob, you see me. Amen. Because there is a conflict within all of us. There's a conflict within all of us. You know, today, uh, Minister William was trying to make some small confessions, but he didn't even, he summarized the confession. You know, but the reality is that all of us have conflicts within us. And I think Jacob is a very, very good example to use because, you know, there's something in him that is in us. Amen. There are some challenges in him that is also in us. You know, there are some struggles in him that is also in us. You know, by even his, his very name. You know, let, let's read. Are we in Genesis 25? We're going to read a bit. You see, when you are using this, some of these um, technological um, appliances, it's not a joke. Why are you laughing? I think that's it. Yeah, it's wait. Have to learn how to use it. Genesis twenty-five. It um, gives us a from the end of Abraham's life and the introduction. But I'm going to start reading from verse number twenty. We'll read a little bit. You know, I always say this that the Bible explains everything better than we can explain it. Amen. Yeah, the Bible, I don't see why I should talk more than read the Bible more. I have to read the Bible more and talk less, isn't it? So let's read Genesis 25. I'm reading from verse number 20. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah as wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padan Aram, the sister of Laban the Syrian. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife because she was barren. And the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall serve the younger. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over. So they called his name Esau, which means hairy. Afterward, his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. But Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Amen. That last verse, Esau loved, Isaac loved Esau because of food. It's a message. Isaac loved Esau because of food. Those of you who are married, please feed your husband. It ignites more love. Do you understand? Yeah, it ignites. Because the Bible has given us one main reason for Jacob's love. Amen. And when we look at this story, talking about how Jacob and Esau arrived 
The Bible say, I mean, even the Bible has given the Esau's name, it means hairy. But Jacob, the meaning of Jacob, which is a little bit more complicated, his first name Jacob and his name, which was later Israel, have a very profound meaning. Let me give them to you. Jacob means literally what he was doing, heel grabber, amen, heel grabber. It also means a deceiver, a cheater, a trickster, a slick person, <laughs> a transgressor of both moral and civil law, a transgressor of both moral and civil law. This was Jacob from birth. No child is taught how to be naughty. No child is taught. By the time they start crawling, they start taking plants. Yeah, it's, it's not from, you know. And then Israel means one who has struggled with God. One who has struggled because it was at that place where he laid his head on the stone that he struggled with God. Israel also means God prevails. So you're looking at somebody who's a trickster, a cheater, a heel grabber, you know. But that same person is also the one that in his life God prevails. Amen. It also means God perseveres. God, how many of you guys can realize that God is still fighting for us? I mean, God is still pushing. I mean, sometimes we, we backslide and somehow still God doesn't give up on us. You know, sometimes he's even surprised because he, he can see clearly or we have shown him clearly that we have turned over a new leaf. And then, but God still perseveres. If God was not persevering, some of us would not be in the house of God today. Yeah, yeah. If God wasn't still persevering, we would not be here today. Yeah. No. Listen, one of the things you realize is that if we were to record our life and watch it, we'll be surprised. If we were to video even Monday to Friday and watch it and watch yourself, quarrel with the bus driver, have an attitude at the till. Christians, Christians, Christians. They'll get to the till. Maybe, you know, somebody, the scanner is not working or they didn't have coins to give the person in front of them change. Or maybe the person in front took an item and said, sorry, this is not the item I wanted. I want another item. So they press the thing for somebody to come in. So can you change this to that? And then you are standing there and your bus is coming in 15 minutes and you are looking at the person in front of you and thinking, that, you see, if they were to video it and show you this Christian sister who was just in church on Sunday, the 4th of November, uh, December, praying and speaking in tongues, you know, and, uh, and, 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 and singing along with Prince. I'm available to you. I am empty, Lord. Feel me. And then you're at Morrison's, and then you're looking at this maybe old lady who can't even move properly, and it's like she's trying to pack her things, and you want her to just, you just want to move the things. And I am speaking to somebody this morning. Yeah. That is us. And yet God still perseveres. God still prevails. God still, God still keeps pushing. The thing is that when you start reading the story, you realize that there's always a conflict. When, when, when Isaac married Rebecca, that's where we started reading from. But if you start reading from verse 1, things, the Bible describes the fact that Abraham was 
175 years old when he died. Can you imagine if we're still living to 175? I mean, because now by the time we are even 65, 70, we look like 120, 121. So, I don't know how 175, you know, or unless the months were not 12 months. Maybe they are using two months, two months, they've multiplied. But Abraham was 175 years old. And the Bible says that, you know, after Sarah died, Abraham, he was a strong man. Isn't he? Yeah, because, because Sarah, Sarah, Sarah said, listen, it's not happening, it's not happening. Just take Hagar, pa, 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 there comes Ishmael. You know, then Isaac appears, so you think, oh, he'll be content. Oh, Sarah is not on the scene, no, pa, 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 ketura, children, pa, 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 Then, when he was dying, the Bible says he gave gifts to Ishmael and to all these children and everything that he had, he gave to Isaac. We are talking about Jacob's backdrop. Everything that Abraham had, he gave it to Isaac and to all the other children, he gave them a gift. And the Bible says that Ishmael and Ishmael's children, they fought each other for the rest of their lives till today. It's true. The descendants of Ishmael is we are on this screen. We have to be careful. What are some of the conflicts we see when we start reading? The first one we see is that Every time there is even something joyful, there's also something painful. In fact, how will I describe it? Joy and pain are one coin, different sides of the coin. Same coin. Because Rebecca had just found this hot dude who is so rich. I mean, the guy had his father's wealth, all of it. How many of us wouldn't have minded if we married? And when you marry, like Megan, you know, you have married. As you arrive, they said that, listen, do, do you know what they said? They said, oh, the wedding, when will the wedding be? Then the uh, uh, journalist was like, but this wedding, we don't have to discuss. It's not like we're going to save money to come and do a wedding. The next thing we heard, they said the, the wedding is being financed by the queen. Just give the time. Everything will be okay. Yeah. Rebecca was just brought... She has come, she has come to meet a wealthy husband. Do you understand? As she has come, she's just um, Mrs. M, Mrs. R. That's all, just, you know. Then verse 21 says that she was barren. So she has so much. And Isaac, you could see that. Isaac, you remember when the servant brought the girl, brought Rebecca, I was like, ah. Isaac loved Rebecca. Isaac loved Rebecca. Because the Bible says that when Rebecca was buried, it wasn't Rebecca who prayed. It was Isaac who interceded for her. It was Isaac. So she, she, it wasn't like she didn't have problems, marital problems, but she had problems. Do you understand? All of us, things are joyful. Do you have your phone with you? Take a selfie, please. Me too, let me take one. We are going to use it so that we can see Take, take, take one, take one. 
Take one. Take one, take one. See Jacob, see me. Take, take, take one, take one, yeah. Okay, some of us don't know how to turn it to face us. How do you turn it to you, KK? No, it didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. Okay, we are challenged. Like, we are totally challenged. I'll take you then, since I can't. Yeah. You see, when you look at uh, Hakna and Kiran, they are even looking for the right angle and the right light to get the right reflection. But you, you, I'm saying take this picture because when we look at it again, you will realize that all of us have both going on in our lives at all times. At all times. At all times. You will see that something is doing well. There's some, an area of your life that you are so excited about, you are so happy about. But there's also an area of your life that you are very challenging, you're very frustrated with, you're struggling with it. It is the reality of life. The reason why sometimes people get suicidal or get to the edge is because we are not accepting or we are not acknowledging the fact that, listen, the joy and the pain, they are the same place. The only way you can avoid any of them is to be dead. If you are living, you can, it doesn't matter who you are, your very life is both joy and pain. Both joy and pain. Yeah. Both joy and pain. You can see that. I mean, those of us who are married, can't you tell? Yeah, you can see that maybe your wife, she dresses beautifully. Every time you are out with her, there's a compliment. Charlie, you, this is your catch, this, ah, this one, this one, this is your wife, yeah, Miss Well, this is your wife. You know, she's like a trophy on your hand. You know, greetings, greetings. Greetings, 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 greetings. Greetings, greetings, greetings. But when you get home, and you get to the kitchen, then she will ask you, which one is the onion? Which one is the pepper? Which one is the salt? Which one? Is this salt or sugar? This one is the, 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 the egg. Do we crack it or do we just put it in the oil? I mean, what to do? I mean, <laughs> yeah. So even though you haven't eaten, your wife is looking nice. And you too, you are getting many compliments. And I mean, you're, in fact, you are gaining respect among the brothers. Yeah, the, the, the husband of the beautiful woman has come. Yeah. Oh, you know, you get some hunk. You know, your husband has kept his beard, you know, trimmed on point, you know. And he's still wearing, you know, his coat, whatever, North Face coat, whatever, you know. I mean, he's on flick. Sharp. Well-groomed, totally well-groomed. But when you go home, his bank balance. <laughs> Not worth balance. Barclays balance. There is nothing. And, and the kind that he, he, he ah, what happened? What happened? Then he gets, I mean, the whole house, the only fight in the house is about money. But as soon as we shut the door, balance, balance. Every, listen, you can have a wife who is hardworking. She works, you know, she cleans the house. There's always food on the table. I mean, even menu, not food, menu, menu. You circle and go and sit down. And then they go and order, they go to the kitchen and make your order. Yeah. 
But when she opens her mouth to insult you, your whole life is like a whirlwind. So you have eaten Chinese fried rice on top of insults. The other one too, he has gone to look for the salt. He has gone to look for the sugar. He has tried to find some, you know, pepper and something to chew. This, this, blah, blah. But you know, she's so loving. She's so respectful. She's so kind. She's so, oh, man. no food. <laughs> we have to acknowledge the fact that, you see, some of us had to learn it the hard way. Yeah, because sometimes if you don't come to the place of realization that, listen, both of them are for me. Both of them work together for my good. Both of them are shaping me and forming me and making me who I am. Yeah, God has given you that wife with that mouth to put you in order. You never thought one day somebody would say, sit down. They have been brought into your life to humble you. And bring you to a place of submission unto God. But that is the reality. That's the reality. Some of us are in Europe. And the people in our various countries are so jealous of us. So there's, and you know, I don't know whether they are taught at the airport or something. That when you come here, don't speak the truth. So So they just feel that you are, you know, on the snow. And every time you just slide and glide. Meanwhile, they don't know the hustle that you are hustling in this land. When, you are going, when I was younger, now they don't even do it. People used to take pictures in like some carpeted room by some, uh, the one, the speaker, sound speaker with the mixer. They'll take some picture and then they'll send it. It's not even their house. Yeah. So, so, so they are so excited about it and jealous of you and wanting to be you. Do you understand? Not realizing that the joy of maybe being in a country that's peaceful is that the hustle is real. There is no auntie and uncle to go and balance yourself. If you don't pay your rent, they'll kick you out. If you don't get your job, you'll be broke. But then they are there where even if they don't work, if they don't move, they'll eat They'll be happy. They'll never be lonely. They'll never be, there'll always be somebody to chat with. There will always be somebody to hang around with. But then the lights will go off and the water won't come on. Yeah. Yeah. And that is what is happening to us in this, our generation of the self. That's why I said we should take the selfie because you don't know that the selfie picture we took. We check the lights, we check the angle, we check the pose, we de- and we took it right. So you that you are looking at it, you have no idea that what you are looking at is not the real me. There is the me that I am. There is the me that I hope to be. There is the me that I want to be. The picture you see on our Facebook page and all those things is the picture I want to be. Uh, let me say it in English. So there is Gloria. Then there is the fake Gloria. That's on the social media sites. Then there is the future Gloria. The one I hope to be. Most of us, we don't, instead of living with the Gloria, we are either living with the fake or we are aspiring for the future. So till I marry, 
till I get this, till I become this, till I lose the weight, till I this. No, no, no. This is who you are now. Both of it is working for your good. Don't we look at the next verse? Let's look at it. See, the thing about Jacob is that, that we learn from Jacob's story is the fact that all of us have our conniving side and our spiritual side. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. How many of us have told a lie before? Okay, not before. How many of us have told a lie recently? Don't raise your hand up. How many of us have tried to manipulate a, a little bit? The sin of omission. I, I forgot. Forgot to say. All of us have some conniving bits. All of us. All of us. You look at my face. Me too, I'm looking at your face. All, all of us. All of us. All of us have some conniving bits. You know, yesterday, as I saw uh, my husband come into the room, you know, and uh, I, I wanted a, 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 a leg massage. So, I, I have been having some pain in my leg anyway. But I thought that the only way I'll get into my massage is depending on the extent of the excruciating pain. All of us. Oh, eh, if you look at husbands, when they want to make sure, they want to, when they want to direct their affairs of the evening, they are very conniving. Those of you who are married, I'm telling you, go and monitor it and see. Do you, do you want a drink? Do, do, do you want a drink? Do, do you want a drink? Do, do you want a drink? Are you sure? Yeah. But you know you can't stay up late. It's not good. Learn, 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 breezy, learn. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, I think that we maybe we should have, yeah, I know, I know, I know. You know, every day, I'm always so grateful to God that he gave me you. All of that is in preparation. We are all, con can I preach? We are all conniving one way or the other. Yeah. Sometimes you see people at workplaces. You can see when they are doing something towards some. Sometimes you are not sure what has happened. Then you turn and you say, oh, the boss was coming. Then they are just getting active and getting very, all of us in one way or the other. Yes. Maybe when I, if let's say I, I park at the wrong place or maybe... I ordered something and I ordered the wrong thing or whatever. I learned very early that you don't go and do this kind of um, no and no 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 no. I go with stupidity. Um, wasn't so I'm, so I'm confused. I'm not confused. <laughs> we are all conniving. It's not Jacob alone. All of us. All of us, different ways, different methods. Within the same person is also the one who is so spiritual. That same person. Same
same person who held on and said, I won't let you go till you bless me. Who built an altar? Same person. You see, sometimes we get frustrated with ourselves that I'm supposed to be so godly. I'm supposed to be so godly. What happened? Nothing happened. You are you. That is who you are. Yeah. No, no, no. Sometimes my children get confused. Mom, you're so nice to us. And then sometimes you're so mean. I say, all is one. All of it is working together for your good. Yeah, I'll give you a hug. I'll give you a squeeze. I'll give you a kiss. Do you understand? Then I'll give you a, a telling off and I'll straighten you out. Same person. So the fact that you are spiritual doesn't mean that you are not also a submarine. Underwater, over the water. It will make us freer. It will make us better. Do you, you understand? One day, you know, one of our little niece or whatever, you know, she had a niece. I was like, but how did you transform? She said, listen, I kept the facade for too long. And then when she broke it, she just broke it wrongly. Yeah, because we even as Christians, we must learn how to allow people to be who they are. And that's why I like this church. That if you're a man, woman, you come, whatever. Do you understand? The reason why Hughes will be in a church like this too is I'll braid my hair. Because it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It does not matter. We make the things that are so irrelevant. We make them so relevant. Then the things that are relevant, we rather ignore them and make them little. Let's read the next verse. I told you you have me for a few weeks, so you'll be okay. You'll get okay. But the children struggle together within her. You know, the verse 21, when he said that Isaac entreated, interceded for her. One of the things he tells me is that Isaac had placed God, prayer, in a certain place of significance. Because for a lot of us, it will be, first of all, let's go and see our GP. Let's go and see our gynecologist. Let's go and, do you understand? The Bible says that Isaac entreated, went to God and said, my wife. So you, you can ask your neighbor, where do you go to? Where do, who do you go to? Prayer. You see, the reason why Jacob finally became Israel, and the reason why a lot of the characters and the people we learn about in the Bible even though in spite of David's mess, he becomes this. You know, in spite of Peter's, he becomes this. Paul, you know, it's because they had placed God in a place that their weaknesses was almost hidden. Or their weaknesses became strength. Because one of the conflicts of us is that we are both weak and we are strong. And so if you don't have prayer as a cardinal part of your life, a lot of Christians today don't pray. Even in the church, prayer time, we use it as the time to get ready. Yeah, if we enter church and it's like prayer, then it's the time that we can converse. 
It's the time that we can chat. It's like church hasn't started because we are only praying. Actually, prayer is the most important thing. Because if you don't pray, you won't prepare yourself for whatever word God is coming. And if you, are, you have a home and there's nobody in the home who is interceding for the home, you're in trouble. Friday, Reverend taught us a lot of things about generational things that we have no clue about. If you are not praying, you're going to be in trouble. If you have a home, you are the head of the home. Stop saying you are the head of the home, please. One of the things to let us know that you are the head of the home is that you intercede for the house. Is that you stand in the gap for the house. Is that when there's a challenge, you are the one that we look up to. Is that there's somebody in the house who is communicating on behalf of the household to God. You cannot be a Christian and not know how to pray. You cannot be a Christian and not love to pray. You cannot be a Christian. You, you know, when we go on, you see that there are two kinds of prayer. But this one is intercessory prayer. And one of the things about intercessory prayer is that you can't be selfish and intercede. Because the prayer is not about you. The prayer is not about you. If you are interceding, it means you are standing in the middle between the one who needs the prayer or the one who needs the answer, and the one who gives the answer. It has nothing to do with you. Even if we pray, it's just to tell God, I'm going for an interview, Lord, please. Make a way. Lord, my finances are in trouble. Please make a way. Yeah. Yeah. You will watch it from today. When we have... Maybe like all day prayer or all night prayer. We have different prayer topics. So we'll have, um, let's pray for the church. That the Lord will um, build his church. Let's pray that God will use us as laborers in his church. Lord, give us Libris. Libris for the work. Bring, bring them, Lord, Libris. Let us pray. Very important prayer topic. Let us pray, importantly, that souls will be won in leads. Now, shall we pray that God will make a way for you in this coming month of December? Let this, this December be a way-making month from the Lord right to your doorstep. Let God send his, your destiny helpers to your household. The prayer changes. The prayer changes. The prayer changes. The prayer, the prayer changes. Because now it's about me. It's, it's, my, it's my prayer. So we don't intercede anymore. We don't intercede anymore. How many of us even remember relatives? You see, that, that's why we shouldn't even be saying those kind of things. Oh, so you're going through this. I'll be praying for you. You know, when you leave, you've forgotten. You have to 
because of the weakness and because of the fact that God has even saved you. He has saved you so that you become a channel for others. So your salvation in itself puts you and qualifies you in a place of intercession. That because you are saved, now you have that mandate to intercede. So Isaac interceded for his wife. He said, Lord, my wife needs help. I think one of the reasons is because a lot of us don't believe in prayer. We don't say it, but we live it. In Luke chapter 18, Jesus said something. He said, when I come, can you put it up for us? Eh? Luke chapter 18. We'll read two verses, verse 8 and 9. He said, when I come to the earth, I tell you that he will avenge speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Then the first line of the next verse says, also, he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that were righteous. We don't believe in the prayer. And he's saying that because, you see, there are some of us who trust in our ability. Do you understand? We trust. It's like, is this the problem? Okay, let's, they, they, they. oh, let's go and see this prayer. Oh, okay, let's work out there. Oh, okay, let's. So Jesus was asking that when I come, will I find people? Which tells me that our faith is seen in our prayer. Because if you are praying, it means that you believe in prayer. We don't believe in prayer. Yeah. You know, we, when I was much younger as a Christian, the advice they used to always give, pray about it. Did you ever get that? Go and say, oh, I'm going through, pray about it. Some people get angry. Give me good advice and tell me what to do. Then you tell me pray about it. Why should I pray about it? Didn't God see what I'm going through already? Pray about it because that is the main way. If you pray about it, God is the one who will even show you what to do. When I come, will I find such faith in the earth? And then you will think that Rebecca will be so happy because she's pregnant. Verse 22. Genesis 25 says, but the children struggled together within her. Some versions say that, but there was a conflict within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. There are three things in that first. The first one says, but the children struggled. The children, there was a conflict between the children. There was a conflict between the children. There was a conflict. I'm not so old, but I'm old. I can tell for a fact that every time it's like there's something to break through. Or there's, every time you conceive you know, a purpose or a dream, or you will see that it always comes with a conflict. It always comes. It doesn't come alone. It doesn't just come that, oh, I got... I got a scholarship. I'm going to do my master's. I got it. I'm going to do my PhD. I got it. I'm going to America. I got it. You know, not realizing that actually when you get the master's and you arrive, you are going to have a lecturer who everything they say, you don't even understand. 
Because she was like, ah, if all is well, why is this happening to me? If all, if it, why, why is it happening to me? Why? Why? If it's like this, then I don't want it. I'm not, I don't, I'm no, 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 no. And that is, you know, when Reverend was telling us about frustrations and dealing with frustration, I was so happy because a lot of people are not succeeding, are not going as far as they can go, are not being elevated, are not reaching for greater heights because we don't have the ability to deal with the conflicts and the frustrations and the challenges. Because she was like, ah, why, why? I give up. I'll do it again. How many of us have, have almost given up on something that God has actually ordered for us to do? Yeah, people give up on their marriage because of the conflict. But the conflict is part of the marriage. Yeah, people leave their jobs because of conflict. But conflict is part of it. Because one day when you become a CEO, you will have to deal with conflict. So if when you are in a conflict, you run away from the conflict, then how would you help others to deal with conflict? It is part of it. If there's a baby, you're going to have it. If there's a purpose, you're going to have it. If you are purposeless, you might not have conflict because it's order. We are going down. We are going down. We are all going down. So the devil is pushing you down, but you're already going down. No conflict. We're all in the same direction we are going. But if you're birthing a dream, if you're carrying something, if you want to become something, then there will be a conflict. Yeah. One of the prayer topics we had is that a strong man, before you can take his goods, you have to fight violently. No more, you know, don't be afraid of conflict. I think that's what I came to tell somebody. Don't be afraid of conflict. Don't be intimidated by conflict. Conflict is part of it. Conflict tells you that there's a dream. Conflict tells you that there's a purpose. Conflict tells you that something is going to happen there. Don't run away. Don't. Uh. How many of you have come to me on a number of occasions? Mm, and I've sent you right back. Why are you laughing, Ashley? Yeah. I will send you back to the war zone. Yeah. Because how do you conquer if you are not fighting? How do you overcome if you are not being challenged? What have you overcome if there's no challenge? The reason why you are an overcomer is that you have dealt with challenges, gone through the challenges, had to fight the challenges, cry in the challenges, laugh in the challenges, sit down in the challenges, run in the challenges, walk in the challenges, and then overcome it. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Life is not for people who put their hands in between their legs. No, 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 no. You don't. And I think that even as pastors, it's our responsibility to, you know, as we do take it, receive it, and all, it's amazing. But after we say take it, and after we say receive it, now we have to teach you how it looks like when it's in your hand. We have to teach you how it is like. Yeah. Because when, when I tell you, I see you getting married on the 6th of April, 2018, 18, six months from today, you will have your wedding. Ah, I see you, your baby. June, June 18th, 2019, your baby. I receive it. I take it. I lock it. I catch it. But if I don't add to you that this marriage you are going into, you have to have the spirit of acceptance. You have to have the spirit of forgiveness. You have to have mercy, goodness, 
following you all the days of your life. You have to have, you know, the ability to cry and still keep going. The ability to, if I don't tell you that, I am leaving you and then you go and get the dream, get the marriage, get, and then just drop it. And be asking yourself, why is it like that? You see, this is going to teach you so that when it happens, you don't say, why is it like that? You say, okay, this is how it is like, and this is what we will do. I want a baby. I want a baby. I want a baby. We're supposed to also teach you. It means that you have sleepless nights. It means that your life will never be the same again for the rest of your life. We have to also teach you that when they are two, they may listen to you a little bit. When they are four, they, start, they stop listening. When they are eight, they totally don't listen. By the time they are 13, they won't even mind you. By the time they are 16, forget it. By the time they are 22, they are gone. But by the time they are 30, they'll be back. I have to teach you. I have to teach you that the children is a conflict. The business is a conflict. The business is a conflict. Now we call you MD. We call you CFO, CEO, OCE, CAD, CDA, MED. We call you that. But what it means is that when the workers are not paid, you will not be paid. And if you don't have money for the workers, you will not sleep. But the workers will sleep. Yeah. Because that's why you hold the title MD. You are managing and directing affairs. We just come and work for you. And we go. Trusting that you have the money somewhere. When you lose a contract, we will sleep. You will have to find another contract. Those of us who have worked at the same place and have been promoted, you have seen how the dynamics have changed. Yeah, because a lot of low-level work is hard labor. But a lot of high-level work is high risk. Yeah. You may not exert fiscal energy, but your mind will die to stretch it. But we don't tell you. You just want the title. I'm now the head of the, I'm now the, the, the I want to give my testimony. I want to thank God. When I went to work and, you know, my manager called me and the director, by the grace, to God be the glory. I am now in charge of the um, Beasting branch of um, Barclays Balance. I want to just thank God. Then we too will clap for you. And then after church, we'll see you. Congratulations on your promotion. You make us so proud. Oh. At night, you'll be sleeping. Your phone will go. So there's been a burglary at the bank. Who gets up and goes? You. They'll call you at head office. They'll say, it looks like... Um, your level of customers has gone down by 20%. You have this, there's a ratio percentage of it. Like, hey, what have I brought to myself? Please put me back at the cash point. Please put me back at the cash point. You want increase, you want progress, be ready for that. It is a struggle. It is a struggle. I'm helping somebody to just break free and stop being so overwhelmed, you know, because you are. You are going higher. You are going higher. You are going higher. And the higher you are going, you are going to meet conflict and greater challenges. Yeah. 
Then the third part of it says that, so she went and inquired of the Lord. This is an amazing couple. When the conflict came, she went straight to inquire of the Lord. And the reason why she will go and inquire of the Lord is because it is the Lord who has put that dream in her. So if I'm not getting the ins and outs of the dream, then I've got to go to the one who has given me this dream. Because he is the one who understands. And he is the one who knows how it's supposed to work. And he is the one who has seen the end of the thing from the beginning. You don't go to your friends. You don't go to your broke relatives. They are struggling. And worst of all, you don't go to people who will tell you what you want to hear. That is why a lot of people, when they lose elections, they get confused. Most people, when they do elections, they go to the place people like them. So they get a crowd. But you are not at the place of a good test. Because the place that you are, the people already like you. You want to know whether you are winning. Go to the opposition field and see what is happening there. That is your real tester and your real marker whether you are going up or you are going down. Don't hang around people who will tell you what you want to hear. Make you feel like how you want to, make, you want to feel. Go, in, go where they'll tell you the truth. Go where they'll tell you as it is. And you swallow the medication. Because if they were to tell you, you know, I had mm, my friend who, who stood with, uh, um, what's the man's name? Glad why are you laughing? <laughs> Indo, Indo, his vice, his running mate. Yeah. Yeah, you can ask Gloria. There are people who are encouraging them. We'll, yesterday, Reverend something. His Reverend said he's the good president we never have. We never had. I said, but why do you people keep saying that? All of you are in agreement that the man is good. Yet nobody is voting for him. And the thing is that this is somebody who has a big business. So even if you take his thousands and thousands of employees, they didn't vote for him. But you know what? Before the actual vote day, all of them were wearing his t-shirts. All of them were singing the song. Papa, whatever. All of them were all. But the day that they had to vote, he didn't, I think even some of his relatives didn't vote for him. Go to the Lord. Go to the Lord. He knows you inside out. He knows you inside out. He knows he's the one who can give you grace to go through the conflict. He's the one. We are always comfortable in environments where we are, we are uh, celebrated. We are in co- comfortable in environments where we stand out. We are comfortable in environments where we have a good seat. No, you won't go far. You won't go far. You want to go far. You have to go to a place where what they are talking about, you don't even understand. You have to go to a place where everything there you have to learn, you don't know. You must feel intimidated every now and then. You must feel challenged. If life is not challenging you, you are not living. You must feel challenged. God didn't save us just so that we are nice Christians. God saved us that so he will give us a grace, an uncommon grace, an uncommon favor to do that which ordinary men cannot do. Then rather unbelievers take chances more than Christians take chances. Unbelievers take higher steps than Christians take higher steps. And we say that greater is he that is in us than that is in the world. And yet the world can stand high. And we are afraid to stand. The least thing we cry. The least thing we break down. The least thing we give up. The least thing we are down. Look to God. See when she went to God, I'm ending now. When she went to God, 
God told her, listen, what you have in you, it's not two children. It's not two human beings you have in you. He said, you have two nations. And in case you didn't understand it, you have two people. Yeah, you have two. When he said peoples, so what he's talking about is a community of persons, a community. So even though you feel like it's two human beings, it's not two human beings. Even though it's like, oh, it's just this little thing I wanted to do. I was just about to try and go and do this course. Actually, I, I just wanted to start doing some little, little business. I just wanted to. It's not little, little something. What it is, is two nations, two big things, two huge things that God has put there. If she thought that, oh, if I get rid of these two things, I'll be okay. She won't realize that she's throwing away two nations. I saw a couple of scriptures and I realized that the last verse we read today says and the Lord said to her two nations are in your womb two people shall be separated from your body one shall be stronger than the other and the older shall serve the younger do you know that in the Jewish law, the firstborn is given half of everything. So if the man has 10 children, the first child gets half and the other 10 share the other 50. But when it comes to God, that was man's law. That was the Jewish law. But when it comes to God, he can change that and say, listen, the younger one is the one who is going to be great says the older will serve the younger. So I was like, is there anything that the Lord cannot shift, cannot change? Then I saw these scriptures just popping up, popping up, popping up. I was like, we need to start reading our Bible and realize that it doesn't matter how the order of the world is. God has the upper hand. Can you put some of these scriptures as for me? Let's look at Isaiah as we close. God can reverse it. God can change it. God can go into the hidden places in us and pull out different things. Man has said no, God can say yes. Man has said yes, God can say no. Man can say sit down, God can say stand up. Man can say you are last, God can say you are first. Man can say leave, God can say stay. Isaiah. Isaiah 55. Let's read verse 6. Verse 6, then we'll read verse 8, verse 9. Hurry up, we have to read a few verses. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Verse 9. For as the heavens, Bula, get your microphone. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah chapter 
14. Now, can I read that one last? Proverbs 19. The, the scripture we just read, the Bible is telling us that if we seek the Lord, we'll come to understand that God's thoughts are different. You see, what brings the conflict and what makes us struggle is the fact that we are thinking in a certain way and not realizing that the way we are thinking is not the way God is thinking. What we are planning to do is not what God is planning to do. If we inquire of the Lord, we will know what God is planning to do. We will see what God wants to see. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 21. Quickly. Will I read it? There are many devices in the man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. Yes. So even though I am planning things and people are also planning things against me, even though there are various plans in the pipe works, how many of us have planned things and have put a lot of things together and we are going, what the Bible is trying to encourage us that listen, plan, 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 plan is good. But ultimately, it is the counsel of God that will stand. And that is why I'm encouraging us today is that let us become more spiritual. Let us become more prayerful because the one that is in the spirit realm is what will be established. And the more we dig into God, the more our plan will be based on the blueprint we have seen in the realm of the spirit. The one that God has drawn, if you draw that one, it's the same one you will see. Psalm 103 verse 19. When you go and read these verses again, and stop, stop letting men, circumstances, new laws, old laws, new situations control your life. Yeah. Psalm 103 verse 19. Read it. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Do you know that because we are in such a secular world, we almost feel as if God is not ruling over all. But ultimately God rules. Because when death finally comes, I don't care whether you are a Hindu, Buddhist, uh, atheist, agnostic, whatever, when you die, the place that has been determined and the order that has been determined, that is what will happen. God rules. You see, if you have that confidence that God rules, when you fall down, you won't shake. When they say no, you won't shake. When it doesn't happen, you won't move because that you know that the ruler is your father. The ruler is your king. Daniel chapter 4. Daniel chapter 4, verse 17. What am I saying? All I'm trying to tell you is that I'm giving you a couple of reasons why you must go to the Lord and not to man, not to your neighbor. Go to the Lord. The Lord is the one who will even lead you to who you should go to. Yeah, read it from the screen. This matter is by the decree of the watchers and the demand and the sentence by the word of the holy ones in order that the living may know that the most high rules in the kingdom of men. Amen. Gives, we read it. Gives it to whomever he will and sets over it the lowest of men. Have you seen the scripture? Have you seen the scripture? He says that the most high rules in the kingdom of men. And he the most high, he gives it to whomever he will. And he sets over it the lowest of men. The lowest of men. And that is why as a Christian, your elevation, your prosperity, the fact that you will do well is not determined by men. It is determined by God. He said he will set over them, over all those kids. He will set even the lowest over them. 
Rise up onto your feet. Let's read the last one. Isaiah 14. I pray that somebody is going to go into this week having an attitude towards challenge. Having a different attitude towards conflict. Having an attitude knowing that, listen, the bad and good are in me, but God is ruler over all of it. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I have purposed, so it shall stand. The only thing that is going to remain standing is what God has purposed. I want you to pray for yourself this morning. I want you to pray for yourself this morning. I don't know what conflict is going on inside of you. I don't know what opposing issues are going on inside of you. You know, that's why the songwriter said that, are you heavy? Are you weak and heavy laden? Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are you cumbered with so many issues? Are you challenged? Are you struggling with different, different things? Take it to the Lord in prayer. What the Lord has thought of what the Lord has planned, what the Lord has determined, that is the only thing that will come to pass. Pray for yourself this afternoon. I am saying this with a certain level of vigor and strength is because it's not going to be an easy thing. It's not going to be a simple thing. It's not even just going to be that, oh, today Pastor Gloria really encouraged us. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring the battle on. Bring the fight on. No, 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 no. You are going to have to dig deep within you. You are going to have to be able to speak to the Lord yourself. You are going to be able to have to be able to say to the Lord, we read all these amazing scriptures about your kingdom and your rulership and your domain and your dominion. But Lord, I am challenged. I am struggling with it. I need your help. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Are we weak and heavy laden? Take it to the Lord. Let's sing it again. Let's all sing it.
off in forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not Father, we come before you this afternoon. Not understanding everything that is going on within us. Not understanding everything that is going on in our environment. Not understanding everything that is going on in our lives. Not understanding why we in particular have to go through that. Why we in particular are being challenged with that. This afternoon, Lord, we are praying. Bring clarity, Lord. Bring clarity, Lord. Just like you explained to Rebecca. Two nations are within us. Great things are within us. Great purposes are within us. Lord, I pray for everyone in this room. I'm praying for grace. I'm praying for grace. I'm praying for grace to deal with every conflict, to deal with the inner battles, the battles that nobody else knows but us. Everybody looks at our selfie picture, looks at our image, and they think that we are so blessed. They think we are so happy. They think we are so fulfilled. They think we are so prosperous. But Lord, this afternoon we come before you with openness, Lord. That this is where we are challenged. This is where. This is what brings us down. This is what is pulling us down. This is our battle beyond our smiles, beyond our laughter, beyond our laughter, beyond even the joy we appear to have. This is the inner struggle. This is the inner battle. This is the reality of who we are. We are looking into Jacob to look into ourselves. Some of us have never even taken the time to even just sit down and analyze. Who am I? The real you, the fake you, the future you are all mixed up. We bear our hearts open to you this morning. If we cannot be real to anybody else, Lord, we just want to be real to you. And we want to be real to ourselves. There's a battle. 
But it's not a battle to bring us to an, a bad end, but it's a battle to bring us to a good end, an expected end. It's not a battle to destroy us. It's a battle to strengthen us. It's a battle to help us go higher. It's a battle to help us stay higher. It is a battle to help us become stronger. Not only for ourselves, but for others also. We are real fighters. We are real fighters. The scripture tells us that as good soldiers, let us endure hardness. Hardness. It doesn't matter what the world throws us at. God has an answer. God is the ruler of this kingdom. God is the one who purposes and establishes. God is the one who determines how everything will end. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we pray for direction. We pray for your leading. We pray for your counsel. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. When everything is said and everyone is gone, Lord, you are all that we want. You are all that we need. You are all that we ever hoped for. We thank you this afternoon. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen and amen and amen.